This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, January 5th, 2021. Uh, Good catch from Al Green on Twitter. I said 2020 yesterday. Whoops. It's actually a new year, 2021. Episode number 595 of Hard Factor. Whole whole crew today, Mark, Pat, Wes, and I'm Will. How you boys doing on this fine Tuesday? Well, that was just a test, right? You You were checking to make sure people were listening to the first new show. Right. That's why you said 2020. Yeah. De- definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Just a test. Just a test. That's, that's what I was going for. Yeah. 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 No, I'm doing so, good. Doing well. Doing yeah. Good? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Killing good. it over here. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. We got a huge week coming up. Uh, Georgia. Georgia election is today. The Senate runoff is today. We got interview with uh, Harvard professor Avi Loeb tomorrow. Uh, and he's going to tell us about the alien space trash being hurled in our direction. Uh, and also, we've got VP of Football Operations, PFT Commenter, coming on this Friday. Not quite sure what we're going to talk to him about yet, but it'll be fun, as always. Something. Uh, yeah. Maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll Just ask him go. for money, really. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, we were thinking about hiring a social media consultant to tell us to, like, clean up our acts and, and, and you know, basically pay them to tell us to get better. Uh, but maybe we could just do that because he's a friend. He well, why do it for yeah. free. Why don't we just get access to his Twitter so we can just retweet our best tweets? So that's he a great to worry idea. About it. Let's just get that's his perfect. password. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. Cool, one. but yeah. I know how we do it because I was messing around in the Twitter API today. We hmm. do it through a fake. We can set up your own app pretty easily in Twitter. So we set up an app. We tell PFT you got to download this app, bro. And he does nice. that authorized tweets thing, and then it's got bam. a keystroke thing. Oh, on it. we are in. <laughs> <laughs> What an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> he hasn't even done it yet. Oh, Pat. it's already done. Yeah. Nice. The beef knows how to I surveil. stayed up late last night programming. I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm a real piece of shit today. Oh, that's because Wes <laughs> is going to announce later. But the, what, I mean, we can spill the beans now. The, the website's going to be launched on Wednesday, right? Hardfactor.com. Yeah, oh, that's what I hope. Stole your thunder. And, yeah, right, no, we'll, no, no. We'll, we'll keep yeah. talking about that all episode. But Mark, it's uh, your turn. Yeah, it's... Yeah, let me get going because uh, this is a doozy, guys. Okay, I'd like to apologize to everyone that was expecting me to give a COVID update on Monday. I must have gotten 150 messages or so asking, where was the COVID update? Uh, Well, it's here, guys. Today, it's on a Tuesday, and that means it's one extra day of shit to cover. So let's get to it. Let's start with an alarming number of U.S. healthcare workers are refusing to take the vaccine. I like to call those people hero jerks. Because they're definitely heroes, right? But they're kind of jerks, too. Uh, Mike DeWine, the governor of Ohio, disclosed that about 60% of the nursing home workers in his state have uh, decided not to take the vaccine. Not going to do it. 60%? More than half. Yeah. That's he used to be Mike DeBeer, but then he started getting a little fat. So Yeah. He got a little more mature. Ooh, good call. Speaking of that, I'm, I'm switching to wine. Come on hey, over. 21. 
come on over. I'm going to be joining Rosé Pat over uh, there. Uh, come join me. So I'm having a dry beast. January, and then I'm going straight back to hard liquor. The Los Angeles <laughs> Times reported an estimated 50% of frontline workers in Riverside County opted against the drug. The New York Post reported 50% of New York City EMS workers are skeptical, at least, of the vaccine. And shockingly, reports in Texas from frontline workers in multiple hospitals are coming in as not going to do it. Uh, we talked about that one hospital in Houston where the doctor said it was for political reasons. His nurse weren't, nurses weren't taking it. Um, it's interesting. So. Like, they're in there. You'd think that if anybody, they would want the vaccine. But, okay. But the, the Houston cats, whatever, that's like a small sect of people that like oh, are pissed anywhere. that Trump didn't win the election. But why the rest of these cats taking it? Like, like what's not the, taking it? Well, yeah, I, I mean, not, you're not, not taking it. What's the motivation? It. Not taking it. I don't know. They're scared of it. Yeah, maybe they think it's going to have long term effect. I don't know. But let's. We I know something we don't. I don't know. Well, they work in the healthcare field. More than fifty percent of them are taking it. So yeah. <laughs> hey, Harvard. Uh, ep, uh, I can't say this word. Epidemiologist. Epidemiologist nailed it. Mark Lipschitz, Lipschitz uh, is alarmed by the refusals uh, amongst healthcare workers in the general population, saying, Dr. Fauci and I have completely chapped asses, folks. <laughs> no, he said uh, he did say a high percentage of vaccine refusal among not just healthcare workers, but the general population could be problematic. But what does he know? He's not. He's just from Harvard. You know, we got another right. guy from Harvard coming on the show tomorrow. Shout out alien. Shout out Harvard. Next mm. up. There's a new variant in town, and this one's even worse than the last one. This one's in South Africa, a place not known for dealing with hardships. But And it's even more contagious than the variant that originated in the U.S., according to the British health secretary, who might be a little biased. He's like, yeah, I shit my pants, but not as bad as Stephen. He's got it running down his legs over there. <laughs> was that a apartheid joke back there? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, was, I, yeah, I, I was, was trying to piece that together. What was that? That was mm -hmm. definitely an apartheid joke. They okay, got, so that was that's like COVID. They have had Harvard. No, I said a place that's not used to having hardships. They oh, have. I don't think that's what some, you said. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I said this is. one's in South Africa, a place not don't not known for dealing with hardships. Mm -hmm. Oh, not dealing with them. Yeah, not knowing how to deal with them or uh, you know, whatever. Sarcasm. It, it works. Wes got it. I mean, Oxford's, I got it. Oxford. Well, I, they're just. I mean, the pandemic and apartheid. The big uh, guys. The big. No, it's not. Okay. It's not. It's not a relationship. Well, it's just bad things. They're both bad things, and this variant's worse than right. the one in the UK. Next up, Oxford scientist Sir John Bell says that more research is uh, required for this new variant. He says there's a big question mark about whether the vaccines will work on the new strain, now known as 501.v2. So that's oh. not good. And he added, I'm terrified because we're bad at dealing with problems. He's like, it's just like apartheid, this news. Uh, he went on to say the vaccine probably won't be totally ineffective, though. So sweet. Uh, only a few cases with this new variant so far. And they are keeping an eagle eye on it because they've done such a good job so far of bottling up the, the viruses and the variants. That oh. thing is in. That's everywhere already. Oh, well, just like we said, the other they variant from more the UK. Yeah. Yeah, 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 here we go. The other variant yeah. from the UK is now in the in New York City. Well, it's almost a, like the original hours, right. coronavirus is. Uh, it's acting like yeah. the original, <laughs> right? Oh my god, like it's the original, <laughs> and they can't control it. Uh, so, like I just mentioned, the U, the original UK variants now in New York City, according to Cuomo, uh, great friend of the program and hilarious gentle giant Barstool's large has COVID. Pretty bad, it seems like in New mm. York right now, and we are all wishing him a speedy recovery. I just saw and said she was yeah. sick too. I think on Twitter, so hopefully the whole family. He was telling us he okay. lost his taste and smell, and they had been posting. That and on he Twitter loves well, to so. eat, so that's not yeah. cool. We're supposed uh, to go to that wine, so place. Arturo's. Yeah, when I get up there. Oh yeah, was well, the whole thing. 
He's well, going to have to put a hiatus go. on that till they recover. You're going to go Negative in February. Yeah. yeah. Next, 87-year-old media legend Larry King has COVID and is being treated at Los Angeles Hospital, but he has recently been removed from ICU. And you know what they say, if seven different wives don't kill you uh, or can't kill you, you're Larry King. That's just, <laughs> neither can go. <laughs> you know, that's what you thought I was going to say. But I, ended up, that's what you I would thought. love to know the switcheroo. <laughs> I would love to know who Larry King's agent is, because because uh, everyone just keeps pitching Larry King like, Larry, you know, you're not going to. We got a great idea. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to sell a product. It's going to be an infomercial, but it's going to look just like your show. He's done like 10 times. And oh, it's, really? Yeah, oh, that's, that's his shtick yeah. now. Yeah, he's on. Re- he's unretired. Like five his shtick is, you're flipping through the channels. You're like some old is like, oh, Larry. He's back also on. like survived his talk show Billy Mays. He's also survived mortgage. like lung cancer and like <laughs> ten other horrible things in the past five years. So he's um, hey, he's alive. Good for he's him. He's got Neil. a good medical budget, I'm sure. Yeah. Next, another politician has passed away from COVID. As 60 year old state senator of all of our home state of Virginia, Senator Ben Chaffin Jr. has passed away from COVID. Sad news uh, from Virginia. And guys, uh, does it get any better or should we just drive into a wall? You're asking. Uh, yes. Let's slowly turn it around here as this one is also bad, but kind of funny. A uh, fan on an air powered Christmas costume that was supposed to cheer up patients at Kaiser Permanente Hospital in San Jose, California, was likely the cause of 44 people in the hospital getting COVID. They think the fan was spreading spit and sweat pr- pr- droplets from someone with COVID on everyone. Uh, which is funny. Oh, wait, it says here someone died of the 44, so only 43 are alive. Never mind, not funny. Would have been if it wasn't for that one person that ruined it. So mm. a fan just distributed the virus. Yeah, someone with COVID was just, like, spitting on everyone. It's uh, like a giant I always black, to, black peat. Yeah. I, always, I always try to get out of having a PPO. HMO if you can, guys. There you go. Good, good advice. Okay, folks, for real, we are really rounding a corner now. Wink. American uh, Americans are fleeing the lockdown conscious U.S. and heading to party it up Mexico and staying there. Apparently, people are fleeing in droves and they are staying there for months as you can stay for up to six months without a visa. Uh, and let's face it, probably longer because it's Mexico. It's cool, amigo. So your neighbor might be drinking margaritas in Mexico, Cancun. Uh, that's that's a picture of Cancun right there. Uh, and mm. probably as if it's the mayor of Austin. Am I right? Oh, by uh, by the way, Mexico <laughs> is now seeing a surge in covid cases. We're just going over there like a blanket to the Native Americans, just getting them all sick. Uh, so that's nice. Oh, it's from well, because they're allowing people to travel, I guess. Like uh, like Mayor Adler they're from, open. from Austin. Mexico's just like, come on in. But now, they're yeah, they're like Mayor Adler, come on, spend your money. Oh, whoops, you brought your COVID. Yeah. Uh, did you get it. Did you get my uh, blanket joke to the Native Americans? It's, it, that one's a little more on brand than the apart. It's more con- like the apartheid. Solid, one a little bit I solid. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, going back to the co- the costume though. So that thing was like it was an, a blow up Santa. Yeah, they, I didn't see the picture of it, but it had an air powered fan in it. And I guess right. you know, usually when you wear a costume, you get sweaty. So the the guy was probably guy or girl was sweaty, and this fan was just t- taking perspiration <laughs> and shooting it in like a, like into. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a COVID spreading machine. Yes. Yeah. So they were wearing like a like a like a sumo wrestling like when you go like sure. a. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a big thing at the start of COVID. <laughs> Remember, like, the inflatable dinosaur costumes? They were saying, like, oh, I can finally go, like, hug an old person at a nursing home because I'm wearing one of these inflatable <laughs> dinosaur costumes. It was like their workroom. Bubble boys. It was like it was like a Santa costume with a sack of presents, and instead of presents, it was just shooting COVID at people. You don't want to uh, fart in one of those now, no. now that we know. 
And lastly, the yeah, definitely flow. not. It'll get to everyone's mouth and nose. And lastly, oh, wait. Let me just slip in a few things I missed. Over 500,000 U.S. prisoners have COVID as it's been floating around like an invisible shank. Britain's about to lock down again. Germany extended its very strict lockdown. Lots of places in Europe and around the world are locking down. But don't worry, I'm sure, checks notes, Joe Biden won't lock down the United States. He never said he would. No. He never. No, we're locked yeah. down. We're going to get so locked down. And <laughs> lastly, Yale's a sociology <laughs> professor and physician, Dr. Nicholas Christ. Takis says that as soon as this pandemic is over, there is going to be a wave of hedonism. Can we get a picture of the of the good doctor up, Bubba? Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. that's just a picture of Captain Obvious because <laughs> <Yeah>. of course, <laughs> because, of, because no fucking shit. Uh, he said that while now you see increases in relig- religiosity, people becoming more abstinent, abstinent. Or I think abstaining from sex and less and uh, less spending of money, more saving of money with tons of risk aversion. He said that the opposite will happen when the stupid pandemic is in the rear view and we will have orgies and parties in mass. Like, but then that means that not the roaring 20s. Oh, no. But that Mm -hmm. that means that Nostradamus was right about this year. He's saying that people are going to get super religious. And also Nostradamus called that there's going to be like the neural net and the haptic stuff that you wear. Oh, yeah, happening. he's 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 on fire. Also, two people that were reported dead today: the ex Miss Virginia and uh, Midge from that '70s show. They were reported dead, and they're now they're kidding me? actually alive. So, like, not zombies. dead. All right, yeah, not dead. Nostradamus is, is oh no, that was he's the best fire. headline of the day. That uh, the, was it? Tawny, what's Midge? her name? Was not yeah. dead. I love Midge. Uh, so take that, God. Hedonism coming. He thinks it's in 2024. That's that's a long time from now. Woo. Okay. Mm. Well, if that COVID update, hold stress, up, hold up. Yeah. Let me end it on a truly good note, though. Okay. The Barstool Fund is over $18 million, so that helping small businesses who have been affected by COVID. Yes, we're going to need to continue to do that because um, you know we're probably going to get locked down. Okay, so if that COVID update stressed you out like it does me when I do it every week, don't fret. I've got just the solution, Caliper CBD. <laughs> and I know you're probably listening to this uh, in the morning, but it's pretty late right now, and I'm going to take a, a nice little sleep once I pop one of these bad boys in my last water of the night, I'm not even mm. going to taste it. It's tasteless and a much better way to consume CBD than using a tincture. It's precisely mm. 20 milligrams in each packet of caliber C- CBD. Never question how much CBD you're taking. Your body's mostly water, right? Oil and water don't mix, peeps. So, uh, you know, CBD oil is no different. It's oil. Mm. Get, uh, get this powder. It's clinically proven that you absorb 450% more CBD with caliber CBD powder compared to tinctures, which is just an absurd percentage. Um, that's, that's like Why a- would you even – I mean, at this point, they it's a billion times more absorbent and it tastes a billion times yeah, better. There's yeah. really no – I mean, why do you even have to say 450%? You might as well say a million percent because that's just an absurd percentage more. Uh, and caliber mm-hmm. gives you all the benefits of CBD in just 15 minutes, which is like half the time of the oils. Uh, so you, you – you, uh, you know what I did? I was I, I still have some as I showed you, but I was I have like five left. So yesterday you got to re up. I re upped guys, and I re upped on the completely t- uh, THC free CBD. And you can get twenty percent off your first order when you use promo code Factor at trycaliper dot com slash factor you can try caliber cbd risk free for 30 days if you don't love it they'll give you a full refund that's probably never happened uh that's try caliper c-a-l-i-p-e-r dot com slash factor don't forget the promo code factor when you're checking out for 20 percent off your first order mm. packs a punch of chill yeah mm. guys we got a major what the hell china today china's all over the place all over your news 
First up, all what are they not these days? No, man. they're everywhere, bro. Yeah. They are uh, everywhere. All the little countries in the EU that aren't Germany are mad that Germany pushed <laughs> through uh, an investment agreement with China in the last days of Angela Merkel's term. Uh, the complainer countries are Poland, Belgium, and Spain. So either countries that get invaded or uh, abstain from war. And they're uh, talking shit against Merkel because of the timing of the deal. And they're saying it was tone deaf because hmm. of the slave labor shit kicking over with the Uyghurs right now. It's yeah, a, it's a hot button. Saying, what are you yeah. doing? What are you doing right now? Uh, the Belgium, deal guy, seems like, Belgium seems like a bunch of complainers, though. Uh, yeah. The other, the, 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 French, the French fries, it's not called Belgium fries. But Mel- maybe they learned from their past with what, with what Mark? Uh, in Belgium? In Belgium? The Boers, apartheid. Oh. <laughs> Though they were Dutch and English, but yeah, I mean, like, that was from of course, African colonization. Apartheid. Yeah. I'm putting an, an apartheid on apartheid for the rest of the show, guys. Uh, the uh, They were more in the Congo, but basically, yes. Yeah, so look, it, anyway, they're it. talking shit against Merkel because they're saying it was tone deaf because the slave labor shit going on with the Uyghurs. The deal, by the way, guys, allows investors to acquire businesses in each other's respective uh, father and motherlands, which I'm sure will end up working out swimmingly. Yeah, so let China in more places. Next up, guys. China is missing a billionaire. Uh-oh. Uh, they, they got enough of them that they can spare one, but this guy is a serious player, and he no one knows where the fuck he is. The guy behind Alibaba, Jack Ma, has been missing for over two months. He's been canceling appearances, probably via email. Uh, <laughs> and this is after he said some shit that pissed off Chinese regulars back on October 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 56-year-old gave a speech in Shanghai at the Bund Summit. Sounds exciting. And criticized China China's regulators for uh, like stifling innovation. And he said that Chinese bankers suffered from a, quote, pawn shop mentality. And I have no idea what that means uh, in China. But over here, it means you're white trash and you're overpaying for electronics. And it's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. So I couldn't even imagine how they took it over there. Uh, uh, they, guys, kid, they kidnapped him. Oh, probably. Yeah. Maybe. We don't this fucking know. Goodbye speech. On yeah. November 2nd, Ma was summoned. This is like, you know, a couple Maybe of he was saying they take too much like of a percent pawn shop. You're like they're. He they're was saying a bunch of it. shit, uh, but he was pretty reserved, honestly. And he and he was like self-deprecating in the speech. He's like, but I'm an old retired guy. He's he's not, you know, he's not he's at like, Alibaba any longer. He's like, I uh, can say what I want because I'm the founder of Alibaba. So like, right. No, not in China, you can't, guys, because on November 2nd, Ma was summoned by Chinese authorities for questioning. And the next day, he was doing a $37 billion billion IPO uh, with Alibaba's fintech arm, Ant Financial. And that was squashed, probably a lot like Jack Ma's testicles in the Uyghur camp where he's sewing the jump man onto high tops right now. (laughs) Whoa. Oh, no. That guy has not been seen since he was summoned by no. authorities. Splash like his testicles. Oh. I, guess he's, he, I guess he like founded some sort of America's Got Talent in a different country uh, somewhere in Africa. And he was supposed to be like hosting it. And I he heard about that. He didn't show up. Yeah. He's, <laughs> no. he's not appearing on his TV appearances. He is gone. He's gone, guys. Uh, and finally, guys, China has announced that they will open their gigantic FAST, it's F-A-S-T, satellite to foreign scientists later this year, uh, in part to search for aliens. This is pretty cool. The radio telescope, Ooh. this is massive. It's the biggest of its kind Dang. by far, and it's the only one of its kind. It's like a third of a mile wide. Uh, and according to the Chinese, the telescope is so large that it can hold enough water to fill a bottle for every human being four times over. And uh, if you adjust for the water allotment to include the Uyghurs, everyone gets five bottles. 
So I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah, because they don't get them them water. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take the bigger share. What are yeah. the chances that, that that Jack Ma is just just running right now? Not not, be, not possible. Right? So I I didn't get into it, but there were f- like four or five other billionaires over the last couple of years that have uh, disappeared for a long period of time and then reappeared in jail for like decades. Right. That's well, a good reason to run. Not only billionaires, but the most famous actress of like all yeah. time. Like they 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 don't right. care who the, you are. Yes, right, they kidnapped yeah. Scarlett Johansson and now Bill Gates. Like they don't fucking care. Like Bezos. But what if he did get away? I like to I like I like Wes's like fantasy about like what if he's just hiding out on a like a desert. No, island he somewhere. would be dude, the other Chinese billionaire was like fucking uh, he's on the run. The one that's on the run, they know where he is. The one that uh, Steve well, Bannon I mean, was hey, hanging on his yacht. But at least you're not in jail. Also, China announced that they expect Biden to bring normalcy back to their relationship saw that so that's great so but biden's well, gotta love that that's probably uh, partly because they delisted like, no, three of the biggest no, gee, shut up. They, they, <laughs> i don't want to be in the delisted same, same room as you dude three you have your bank accounts stock. ready sir <laughs> yeah. trump trump put forward as part of his his, uh, his anti-china plan he, like three yeah, tech he killed three are, companies yeah, yeah. off the stock exchange yeah. yeah so that's why anyway that's that guys nice oh the hell china am i up China. All right. Well, uh, let's bring it back over to the states, the United States of America, where it is Election Day. Finally, in Georgia, we got Republican incumbent David Perdue. It's the Senate runoff in Georgia uh, versus John Ossoff, the challenger, and then Republican special Senate incumbent Kelly Leffler versus Raphael Warnock, the challenger. In both cases, the Republicans are holding the seat. The Democrats are challenging. But uh, since West gave the rundown yesterday, polls are still in a dead heat for the most part, but some polls are suggesting that the Dems are getting a late bonus from that phone call uh, being released, uh, the one between the Secretary of State and Trump that we went over yesterday. Um, all the candidates, all four, have been accused of being a phony politician in some way or another, no. so it's anybody's ball game, pretty much. So, you, yeah, you wouldn't believe it, all four. Phony politicians, apparently. Are you saying uh, it's going to be close and they're all dicks? <laughs> yeah. You wanna, you'd never guess how that would play out in an American election. Uh, but here's how it's going to play out in real time. So let's talk about the logistics. This is important for today, January 5th, the runoff day. So Georgia pl- polls close at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. And that is when ballot counting can begin. There's at least 2 million mail-in ballots that need to be counted. So I don't know if they're going to get it done night one which will be oh, really Georgia funny. was so quick last time. Right? Yeah, they were so quick. And then with the recounts, it was so fast. Uh, <laughs> but it'll be funny because if they go into the next day, they could be potentially counting ballots during the January 6th Trump rally against the Georgia ballot counters, uh, basically. <laughs> so, oh, like, <laughs> I would quit. I would quit that job. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. So the, the drama is going to be thick for the next couple of days. Uh, I mean, maybe we'll get the call like quick, but it seems like you're going to be so close. Probably going to come down to the wire. Got to count, verify, count all that, all that stuff. So uh, wild start to 2021 to decide the Senate for the next two years. Predictions. Bubba, can you pop in, please, so we can get boots on the ground, Atlanta vibes, what's going on, and also predictions around the board here. Yeah, so like my update, I think it was either last week or the week before that, um, it seemed like the Democrats were way outspending the Republicans, but it seems like now uh, Kelly Loeffler has made a uh, a push. It seems like she's made a lot more spending. There's a lot more commercials coming out. I think I mentioned to you guys before the show that 
the new slogan is uh, "Win Georgia, Save America." So Ooh. she is a commercial that's like it, it's it's very robotic where she just says we can <laughs> save America. We can save America. And she says mm. three times. Um, but she seems like she's making a push. Um, and you think I think that's helping the room. <laughs> I don't know. She seems she seems very scary again. Um, mm. And it's I like, think that it's we like can, it's like Candyman or Beetlejuice. If you say it three times, America is safe. Exactly. She, she's haunting you into voting for her. Yeah, yeah. Dude, she's real scary. Uh, I think that they opened up voting or early voting December 15th or around then. So mm. um, I think you mentioned there's like two pe- two million I people that voted then. There's still some people in line who start on the 15th. That's what I heard. <laughs> at the, uh, at the, the Hawks arena where there's a water bursting. Oh, yeah. You're right, Bubba. That was 2 million early votes. I don't know the number of yeah. ballots. So I did, well, there's 10 million people in Georgia. So I think at, at this point, I think they're reporting close to like 30% people voting. I, I could be wrong. I thought I saw that. Um, but, you know, Georgia showed out last election day where a ton of people voted. And it'll probably happen again. Um, and we'll really see. I really have no prediction. I, I kind of lost feel Come last on. week. Make a I really did. I, I told you guys where I think that she, that Kelly Loeffler may pull it out. I think Purdue's got it in the bag. I mean, he's a career politician. Georgia loves a career politician. I think he's got it. Ossoff's really pulled out when it comes to commercials and whatnot. Um, but I think Kelly kind of, she's, she's made a push. It's going to be a really interesting race between the two of them. So hmm. you're going against the polls. Why yes. they say Osov? Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, they're saying Osov has the mo- has gained the most. Uh, what I like I the be best. Wrong. What I like the best, and go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor twenty to get your first twenty bucks matched if you want to bet on this. What I like the best was I got in at fifty five cents on red to just uh, win the Senate. So one of the two seats. Um, that that was that was That's what I liked good the statistic- most. That was back. Yeah. That was a long time. ago. No, that was just today. That was that, oh, that, really. That was right now. Yep, the blue is surging. The math so everything's a coin up. flip. Like you have to do like everything is a coin times. flip. Those markets all over the place. Uh, yeah. So so everything's a coin flip right now. It's a good time to get in. Remember predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor yeah. twenty if you want to get in. And guys, what are we doing for the election? Are we we're, since it might not be called tonight. We're, are we covering it on the pod? Are we gonna are we gonna get together a live stream? What's happening? Why don't we put out a poll and see if anyone wants us to do a live stream for this? Yeah. I don't want to sound like a dick, but I'm not sitting there for four hours watching the Georgia Senate. Right. The 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 mail-ins really mix, mix things up. Let's see how many mail-ins there are, and we'll get back on that one. Yeah, maybe we'll put out a poll on Twitter and see if anyone's going to watch us talk about the Georgia Senate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to create 8,000 burners. Right. Just vote no, so you don't have to do it. <laughs> um, uh, you got to get caught. you got to get caught. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on, guys. Uh, our fabulous intern Patricia has requested we talk about a presidential or President Trump's pardon party. So here we go. Uh, first, let's know the difference between a pardon and a commutation. Uh, a commutation basically lessens a sentence, but still leaves that conviction on that person's record. A pardon is basically a full acquittal. So get out of jail with a squeaky, squeaky clean record card. Uh, both fall oh, they, under they clemency. Hand you, they hand you a gun. And you're out yeah. of jail. The other one is you can't right. get a gun again. Got exactly. Yeah. exactly. And a voter yeah. registration. Form. Yeah, a gun and a voter right. registration. Form. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, welcome back. Uh, both fall under clemency that the uh, power that the president has. But so um, since losing the election to Joe Biden, Trump has uh, been on a bit of a spree. Still won't catch Obama numbers. Uh, Seventeen hundred and fifteen people commuted during his two terms in office. But that's neither here nor there. Obama pardoned a lot of people, I believe, that were in jail for petty weed bullshit. So uh, good on him. The people that Trump uh, is pardoning is why uh, the left is spitting out their almond milk. Uh, Pre-Christmas, uh, <laughs> Trump pardoned his boys, uh, 41 people, um, and co- commuted the sentences of eight more in just two days. So he was having a, he was having a pardon party, like I said. Lots um, of defense contractors, right, Wes? Uh, yeah, there was there, all kinds of people, man. Like, Lobbyists. Yeah, lobbyists. So we've got we've got Michael we've got Michael Flynn, his former national security advisor. Those charges were eventually dropped, but he pardoned him. So that's those are off his record. Roger Stone, his boy, um, his informal advisor. He already commuted his forty month sentence, but now it's a full slate. uh, You know, clean clean slate wipe for for Stone. Uh, Trump called the charges against him process based and part of the witch hunt um, when he when he did that. Um, Mr. Ostrich Jacket himself, Paul Manafort, Trump's campaign uh, chairman in 2016. He was sentenced to just under four years, um, you know, uh, done. Uh, Charles Kushner, the father of his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, who pled guilty to a number of charges uh, back in 2003 or something, including 18 counts of assisting in the filing of false tax returns, retaliating against the federal witness, and one count of lying to the Federal Election Commission. He was already out of his two-year sentence. This is just another, uh, uh, you know, Clean slate. Uh, yeah. That story is actually pretty juicy. Uh, that involves Charles. It involves uh, Charles, a hooker, a video camera, some blackmail. Uh, <laughs> don't don't fuck Kush, with Charles. Kushner's uh, kind of have one up on the Trumps. He's got his sons banging his hottest daughter. And, uh, yeah, he's getting uh, pardoned. Kushner's yeah. kind of have it on the Trumps. Yeah. yeah. Hey, he also pardoned that guy Duncan Hunter. Shout out to my baby mama who broke that he was a war criminal. He broke that on zero block 30 accidentally. Remember that? Yeah. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I remember Barstool was involved. Well, yes. pardon some other. Yeah. He pardoned some other whoopsies. war criminals, which is uh, getting people. What? Yeah, whoopsies. Saying, are, when you're you, going you to admit, admit to killing civilians. War crime by don't do it on, on yeah. a Barstool comedy podcast. But yeah. <laughs> whoopsie. Idiot. <laughs> Mistake. <laughs> I don't remember that. Um uh, speaking of war criminals, he also pardoned four Blackwater security contractors. Uh, they were, you know, ex ex military uh, veterans. These guys, um, uh, they they were they were convicted of shooting and killing seventeen unarmed civilians in Baghdad. Nicholas Slatten, Paul Slow, Evan Liberty, and Dustin Hurd. Um, some were There's serving a collection light. of foreheads, right there. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to walk into that bar with those people. Uh, no. Now, some were serving life sentences for these uh, the killing of these civilians. Uh, I guess the reason that they he commuted part of the reason was that prosecutors uh, said that the lead Iraqi investigator um, who the prosecutors were relying heavily on uh, for evidence and that there were no insurgent victims in that slaughter. Um, he may have had ties to the insurgent groups himself. So it kind of like, you know, uh, made his uh, his They're testimony they were, yeah, foggy jobbed or whatever. What's that? They're claiming yeah. they were like basically right. inflated. The charges yes. were inflated. Yeah, exactly. That they were. He just didn't didn't uh, pr- present the right evidence. Um, many like Will are calling for the pardon of Edward Snowden, mm. and um, this woman and former lover of Julian Assange is calling for his pardon. Bubba, if you want to pop the picture up. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. That's Pam Anderson in her prime. Might want to um, listen to that. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not sure why Assange is, isn't being pardoned twice, uh, but I'm not the president. Um, 
So uh, conspiracies about Trump pardoning himself, the rest of his family are abound. I mean, I, I think he's probably going to pardon pardon himself. Uh, and, and I would, too, if I <laughs> just in case. Has Snowden's clock run out? Can we get a Snowden here or are we, we, are I don't, we done on that? I don't think I don't think it's run out until he's out of office. Yeah. Come on. I man. don't think it's going to happen. No. It's so, the only one I want. What, what we should, he should get. Uh, so a lot of people are saying pardons should go away, which uh, I'm not going to touch right now. I, I have to think about it a little more. But it, <laughs> it does. It does seem like pardons probably. Sh- I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the. It's pardons. a funny like, power. Yeah, it's, it's a funny, a funny power. power. But uh, he it's should a fun get some, He should get some sort of like wand or like like a gong. You know, like he should have a, a prop when he's pardoning people. Well, we thought like he was going to have a veto gun. gong. Remember exactly. earlier, mm-hmm. earlier, yeah. but he, yeah, yeah. maybe piece. Biden will do that. Probably he not. used it recently. The veto gong. That's that's true, but he got overridden. They yeah. smashed his veto gong into pieces. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's take it back to space. Not putting on the helmet today because uh, it's about a guy who probably won't be wearing his helmet much either because he's going to be on camera, and that's Tom Cruise. Uh, so last May, NASA announced that it would work with SpaceX to put Tom Cruise in the International Space Station. Uh, It's definitely happening now with details. Oh, my God. uh, The company arranging the travel is called Axiom, and they're out of Houston, uh, and they arrange space travel for civilians, and they have a long-term plan to build a low-orbit like space base where people can travel up for vacation. That's in the long term, but they're they're just lining up this uh, NASA Tom there's, Cruise things. There's a hundred percent chance Tom Cruise dies in space. hundred percent chance. <laughs> That's what he wants, gonna, I think. Yeah, he's going to demand to do his own stunts, and they're going to be like, "You're not an astronaut." And he's like, "I know, I got this," and he's just going to float away forever. He's t- he's going to be into it. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be into it. Uh, Axiom signed a deal with SpaceX to launch uh, a crew of four passengers aboard uh, the SpaceX Crew Dragon. That's their like main spaceship. Um, among the four passengers are, of course, Tom Cruise, film producer Doug Lyman, uh, Israeli oh, and, fighter pilot and director Itan. of Swingers. Doug oh, Lyman. really? Yeah. Director of Swingers. Nice. Ooh. Good. Excellent film. Uh, Israeli fighter pilot Eitan Stebe and uh, NASA astronaut Michael Lopez Alegria, um, who's Lopez Allegria is going to be the mission commander during the mission called AX-1. Uh, it's a 10-day voyage uh, where they're just going to look at beautiful views of Earth, mostly. So that's pretty nice. cool happening in October. Do they make kid-sized uh, spacesuits, or is he going to be, like, not able to see because it's, like, this? it's just, like, his forehead's, like... Oh, it's going to be custom hairline. fit. Yeah. It's going to be custom No, fit. actually, I, I remember reading about this. That's a big issue, is that there's yeah. no... Like, it's a one-size-fits-all space. Yeah. He's no, too short. Yeah. It was that that I think it was that astronaut that did Joe Rogan. He was talking about that, how he's a little guy and they make it like it's a, you know, yeah, it's like it's a like gigantic like, spacesuit. It's like Darth Helmet where he can't see because the helmet's too big. Right. And he's like, it's made I, for an average yeah. size man. Yeah, it's man sized. Yeah. Well, this flight, this flight is fifty five million dollars a seat. So I'm pretty sure he's going to have tailor fitted everything. But I was sad to see that Tom Cruise wasn't going to be piloting the craft himself because like. After that picture that it came with the article, you could understand. I thought it was going to be like Days of Thunder in space, but it really is just Tom Cruise like riding along to look at pictures. Oh, he will be flying at home, Will. Don't worry. Connection to the so. show. Uh, Doug Lyman produced Cry Wolf, directed by Jeff Wadlow, produced by Bo Bowman. Oh, so, that's right. There nice. you go. Some Virginia of, boys. Uh, Charlottesville, Virginia connections. What's, mm-hmm. what's it? Mm. Strike Back? What's the movie Wadlow did? And, and Point Break 2? Never back never down. Never back down. Yeah, never back down. Do you, would you guys pay 35K to do the low orbit base, space base? I don't know. I don't have 35K, man. What? Well, I'm saying like if you were like a millionaire. 
Yes. 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 Would you prioritize money to go to that 35K? Yes, but like, again, not not round one, two, three, or four, but yes. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Guys, uh, we have a giant vagina alert on our hands. Uh, Location, Pernambuco, Brazil, uh, hillside in a park, 108.27 feet. Uh, the piece of absolute art was made by a man the locals refer to simply as uh, Comtezo Bob, uh, which in port- Portuguese means horny Bob. Um, <laughs> just kidding. It was made by uh, Juliana Natari, um, and its title is Diva. Get a load of this thing. Bubba, you got the photo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wes, uh, when did you go to Brazil? I teleported there over the break. Um, you know, took a little <laughs> selfie with the giant vagina. Um, but yeah, get a load of that thing, huh? Uh, that is uh, just stunning. a big, big giant yeah. vagina on a hill. Um, it's quite red. It's like a a, a flagrant red That's, color. Right. It's inflared. You can fall yeah. into it. You can just fall can right fall. into it. Um, uh, the uh, if you rub it right, it becomes a swimming pool. Hey. Yeah. Does she fill it up? Right. That would yeah, be the awesome. rain. God hey, does. for those of you guys listening on our podcast, uh-huh. what Wes is talking about is a gigantic vagina piece of art that was made in Brazil. Wes, can yeah, you describe what are the it dimensions for the on that? Yeah. So um, I thought thought he did a pretty good job of describing it. I'm not sure what, what was missed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Looks like it's about 50 meters long. It's made of 30 meters wide. It's made of concrete, right? It's like a. It looks like a it's giant like. A yeah, it's made of concrete. It looks like a giant, like, paint-filled balloon created a crater and then spilled all over the uh, earth. But it's concrete. Um, what it looks like is a seashell. It looks like a vagina. A seashell yeah, laying like on its back. It's like a horizontal right. piece of art. But it's yes. a vagina, of course. Yes, exactly. Looks so like the George artist, O'Keefe made a statue. It's huge. Um, Juliana <laughs> Natari, uh, again, it's titled Diva. Um, and she she said that the, her work is meant to flood the town with immature men and also to, uh, uh, quote, question the relationship between nature and culture in our anthropocentric, which means regarding humankind as the central and most important element of existence, especially mm. as opposed to God or animals, and phallocentric, uh, focused on or concerned with the cock as a symbol of male dominance, um, Western society. And provoke- so important, uh, those things. Yeah, yeah. very important. Is and, public um, land or... It's it was a some something like sugar mill, old sugar mill uh, okay. that turned into a park. She I just commandeered a sugar mill and put a giant yeah. vagina on it. Yeah, I mean they gave it to her. I love it. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, again, uh, you know, actually, uh, sugar mill—that's a perfect location. You got to think about it. Yeah. Um, also, the debate over problem problemization of gender, which I didn't look up because it sounded annoying. Uh, she also said she spent 11 months constructing the giant vagina to protest the intolerant environment that Jair Bolsonaro's reign is producing in Brazilian culture. And Bolsonaro supporters are not happy about the giant vagina and symbol of progressiveness and female really? power. Why no. not? No, because they they just they don't like women um, yeah, to be powerful. Stop, I guess stop, they're like a smaller there. vagina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't like women. Yeah. The vagina makes right. them uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. it's like she's doing the Big Lebowski test on the entire country. The uh, mod from the Big Lebowski <laughs> when she's asking him if the word yeah. vagina makes him uncomfortable. I don't right. understand how she doesn't have a hymen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, the concrete vagina still remains. You can visit it if you want. Hopefully, it stays there forever. Also, let me uh, leave you with this. The world's biggest vagina belonged to Anna Swan, 1846 to 1888, and its circumference measured 19 inches. Um, 
that's a little what? less than the circumference of a rugby ball. Like, um, <laughs> where, uh, where I think you, that was the, the size of the head, a uh, size of a baby head that came out of the vagina. Google, where did you find that stat from? Oh, you can find the largest penis. We've all penis, seen that video same, yeah. with the German uh, guy on yeah, Lime Wire. Like that was like 1992, not 1846. <laughs> Listen, this woman pushed out a baby weighing 23 pounds, 12 ounces out of that thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> World's biggest oh. vagina. You should see the biggest penis. It was quite something. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Googling now. Anyway. Yeah. It's like some Pakistani guy, I think. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Um, again, like we mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to be launching some cool stuff on Wednesday, including the uh, the, the website and mm. merch is officially going to be released to oh, you yeah. guys. Also, we're going to announce some uh, some other benefits coming out uh, to uh, to the Hard, Hard Ohive community. Uh, we'll, we'll announce those a little later in the week, but those are definitely still coming this week as well. So uh, stay Jonah tuned. Jonah Falcon. What kind of name is that to have the biggest penis the in the world? He's on, be he's on Jonah. Jonah. a whole bunch. Falcon. <laughs> he's Come on. on. A bunch. Yeah. Gotta be fake. They, right? named, they named him after he that's came a, out. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. No, that's a no it's real. Well, yeah, I know he's real. He's been on Howard Stern a bunch. His name is Hugh Jamongus. <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna call him Brian, but then <laughs> there's name, no way. Last name, we his name can't was... call him Jonah Falcon. <laughs> Here comes the Falcon. After seeing that thing, uh, get your glove. Right. <laughs> you guys got any more? No, no, jokes? I'm done. All right, cool. All right, well, that's good to do for Hard Factor. Have a great fucking day. See you later. Yeah, yeah. No, say goodbye. Say goodbye. Okay, get out of here. That's a rough, right? Up, nigga, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I wanna ride. I do a giggle. What is inside? Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. That's role play. I wear disguise. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it cream. Make me scream. I don't public. Make a scene. I don't cook. I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me. Quick yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell yeah. them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I run down on them before I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit, fight your lip. Ask for a call while you ride that dick. Why you really ain't never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat, fuck this wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Now make it rain if you want to see. Some wet ass yeah. pussy. Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke, I need a handy drink, I need a weed smoke, not a garden.